0: Hey, it's me. It's been a while. Thank you for clicking play and listening to Gino Knows Nothing. I hope everything is wonderful with you. Uh, In this episode, it was kind of a random thing. I wasn't planning on doing an episode, uh, but some people told me, hey, you should do another episode. And um, I was sitting here the other night, and uh, my girlfriend was here, and she encouraged me as well. And I said, I don't feel like doing one by myself, though. So uh, she was wonderful enough to join along. So Amanda joins me on this episode And uh, like I said, nothing was really planned, Uh, so we just kind of talk for like 45 minutes about some things going on, and uh, we talk a little bit about vegetables, and we do talk a little bit about funerals. And if you're anything like me, maybe you're, uh, I don't know. Not everybody is as sensitive as me, but I don't like talking about anything dark. I like to watch cartoons. I like to watch comedies and funny things. And uh, I don't like anything that revolves around death or anything. So if you're a person like me, uh, and you feel the same way too. You don't want to hear stuff like that. I completely understand. I'll just let you know. As you start to listen to the episode a few minutes in, when you hear us mention uh, that we just got back from Amanda Amanda's Uncle Joey's funeral, then I would uh, – if you don't want to hear anything about that, uh, fast forward the podcast probably about 10 minutes and then you can hear us talk about vegetables and other stupid things for the for the remainder of the podcast, so uh, this is us just getting back in the swing of things, and me just getting back in the swing of things. Uh, so you know, so uh, so that's that. Nothing terribly exciting is going to happen, I don't think, but it's fun, and it's the first time I've had a conversation with another person on this podcast. So uh, hopefully, many more to come, and hopefully, I get more on a schedule uh, back into it. So once again, thank you for listening. If you're new here, hello, please hit the subscribe button. And um, please uh, feel free to tell your friends. I don't know why you would tell your friends to listen to this, really. But, um, but you know, either way, hit the subscribe button. Go to Facebook.com slash nothing Gino with an E, G-E-N-O. Uh, click the like button, say hello. And uh, I guess that's pretty much it. Also, if you want to leave a review on iTunes, that would be wonderful too. And don't forget, we're also available uh, on Spotify and stitcher, and basically everywhere you can get a podcast. You can get this. So without further ado, I think that is it. We will get into it. And yeah, thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Oh Oh, 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 oh. We're recording. This is a show. Welcome to Gino knows nothing. I'm your host Gino. You remember me? I know nothing. It's been a long, long time since we've done one of these things. We've got some new microphones here. We're testing them out tonight and um, and we're back. I don't know if we're back for long, but we're back for at least one episode and um we'll see what happens. I'm joined by a guest this time. Amanda's here. I've talked to uh, I've talked about Amanda before on the podcast, but she's actually here live. In Pooperman Studios. Hello, Amanda.
1: Hello. It's really great to be here. It really is. I, I actually, I'm a little nervous now that we started talking. <laughs> That's okay. No, but I really am nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is.
0: It's whenever the record button is hit, it changes the whole thing. We've so been sitting. Weird. We've been sitting here talking in the mic for like five minutes, and the second I hit record, everything changed. Isn't that weird?
1: Yeah. It's like I never thought that it would be that big of a deal. You're just sitting and talking but like it's it feels like there's there's someone listening it's like it feels like it's live
0: there is people listening Randy's listening hey Randy say hi to Randy
1: hey Randy what's up i heard so much about you
0: and Kayla i work with too she was saying the other day she said you haven't done a podcast in forever what the heck's up with that and i told her and the reason is yeah i should mention it's been i think like 2 months since i've done a podcast i was doing them regularly, regularly had the accident and and then the uh, accident you remember the accident <laughs> and um and then i came back and i did like one or two more and i think what happened was i completely after the accident <laughs> <laughs> i just started to think like this whole thing is so stupid and i started to think that everything i've done my whole life has been ego driven whether it was music or being on the radio or doing the podcast it just seems like it's such an ego driven thing and then you watch YouTube, and it just seems like everybody's got such an ego. Everybody on social media wants to be seen. And I just felt like, what, what, what am I doing here? Competing with everyone else who has their ego. Maybe I should go in the opposite direction and, and do something ego-less. So, um, so I've been writing a lot more, and I haven't... I think it bothers me that I put the name, my name in the title, Gino Knows Nothing. I wish I had a different title. I just don't like. I don't like the whole thing. I can't explain it any more than that. But it's it's a very ego driven thing, and I think I'm trying to be ego less. But then Kayla said when I explained that to her at work, she said, "Well, that's very selfish of you because I enjoyed it and other people are enjoying it. So maybe you should uh, maybe you should do it again." So um, this is me trying to do a podcast again.
1: I mean, Gino knows nothing for the title. I feel like that is kind of like self depreciating when you really think about it. So. Even though it has your name in it, you're kinda like talking yourself down like saying, Hey, I know nothing. That's true. So I feel like you can get away with it.
0: All right. All right. I like it. I agree with you. And and that's that. I um I'm trying to think of what's happened in the in the couple months since we've done a podcast. Lots has happened. Actually nothing's happened. I don't know. It's summertime. Has anything happened big in your summer? you went to Oregon? For a little while,
1: yeah, that was awesome. Wow. That was
0: your first time on the West Coast. How did you like it?
1: I I love it out there. It's so different. It's so fresh, and people are so nice there. You go into a store, and I mean, Ith- you work in Ithaca, so I feel like you're you're kind of used to being around like nice people. But uh, in Oregon, it, everyone was it was like Ithaca, but authentic. Like you didn't have that. <laughs> you didn't have like that fake authentic- authenticity. And uh
0: maybe Ithaca's trying to be Portland.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <clears throat> I agree with you. I've always thought that the, the um even when people are nice in Ithaca, they're like fake nice, it's mm-hmm. like robotic, it's like they're they're trying to be nice. What do you see a spider?
1: Two, two oh, spiders. Yeah. They're like those weird daddy long legs with like the long bodies. So it's like, it's not a true Daddy Long Leg, but it's like one of those creepy ones.
0: <clears throat> it's like Ithaca, it's like uh, Portland is the real Daddy Long Legs, and this spider we're looking at right <laughs> now is the Ithaca Daddy Long Legs, where it wants to be. <laughs>
1: I don't know.
0: We're good. I'm glad you had a nice trip out there.
1: Yeah, thank you. That's It was awesome. a lot of fun.
0: I went to, um, Cortland. <laughs> you went to Portland and I went to Cortland. I got a hot dog in Cortland, so you're not the only big traveler. Cool. Will you put the mic, even though it might sound like you're too loud, will you pat it, put it to your mouth a little bit more? Just because I'm looking at the levels and I am louder than you. And I just don't okay. want, you know, there, look at that. It's
1: it's literally actually touching my mouth, though.
0: All right, back it up just a little. Now say something.
1: It's still like, I can still feel the vibrations. But... All right.
0: But level-wise, you're... um. You're closer to me now. Okay. Well, and that'll. That's what's gonna matter in the end.
1: Okay. Well, you're the expert, and I'm just. No, know.
0: you're doing great. In fact, I'm probably telling you the wrong thing. It's probably gonna be too loud now. Am I
1: breathing into it? Can you hear that's me right. breathing into it? People
0: breathe. This is a unique. This is a medium that's all about the real personal connection and what personal. What connection is more personal than actually hearing us breathe in your ear? Oh, I forgot to mention today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Paper Towels. Uh, everybody, you guys know I only tell you the sponsors that really matter to me. Lots of people have approached me and said, hey, Gina, we want to be a sponsor on the podcast. And I've turned a lot of people down. Nike, I've turned down. I've turned down iPhones because I know they, they all... IPhone. Well, they, they, Apple. It's slave labor. They're, they're making the kids, you know. And by the way, if you're listening to this on an iPhone, that's fine. I use an iPhone too. And if you're wearing Nikes right now, that's fine. But I've turned down a lot of big sponsors. <laughs> but one sponsor I wouldn't turn down is paper towels.
1: <laughs> they do it all. They really do. And when you run out of toilet paper, run out of tissues. What's
0: well, better to wipe your butt with than a paper towel?
1: You can't, if you, have a, if you have a spill, you can't just go and get p- toilet paper or tissues to clean it up. Like, no. Paper towels are the top of the line. Like, they're so versatile, they can literally do anything. So
0: Yeah, so yay, thank you.
1: Yay, Paper Towels. Thank, thank you, Paper you. Towels,
0: for sponsoring this. It's, it's sponsors like you that makes it uh, possible for us to keep going. I have to pay Amanda to be here, and I'm doing that with the Paper Towel money. So thank you, Paper Towels.
1: Thanks, Paper Towels.
0: Um, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know of a good segue of this. Paper Towels to... We went to a funeral the other day, didn't we?
1: Yesterday, yeah.
0: Was it yesterday?
1: Yep, literally uh, yesterday.
0: So... A man is Uncle Joey passed away, unfortunately, the other day. And let's briefly tell the world how amazing Uncle Joey was.
1: He was, like, I was thinking about it at the services, and you can't even describe him to people without without them seeing him. Would you agree with that?
0: Oh, 150%, of course.
1: Like, I remember any time, like, introducing anybody to my Uncle Joey, I I would try to describe him but you just don't know like his energy and his spirit until you actually meet him and he just was just this tremendous light all around him he just he was happy all the time he would just go around to everyone patting him on the back saying he loves them like he was just literally the most amazing one-of-a-kind people that you would ever meet and Like, you would never meet anyone else like him. No.
0: I've never met anyone like him my whole life, and I would be shocked if I met anyone close going forward. He remembered every single person's birthday.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he he was always my favorite part about holidays. Like, all the drama going on with holidays, and, and, you know, there's family drama, and I would always just go and sit in the back room with him, and he would just be so happy just sitting there watching TV, clapping at the TV, (laughs) and it just... It just was so simple, like things things for him were so simple, and it was just so beautiful. Like I wish I could live like that.
0: Holidays holidays were absolutely amazing with him. Oh
1: yeah, and and like his love for food too, like made you like made you want to eat more. Mm -hmm. Like he literally would have like three helpings, like three like full plates, (laughs) and it was like all right, maybe I can eat more. Like it's okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. He had a love for life, and then the most beautiful thing is all the support that came out that we didn't know about. We always knew, like, ah everybody loves Uncle Joey. He knows people, and people love him when they see him out. But then when it was posted on on Facebook about him and people like our local baseball team and local colleges shared it because he was such a big fan of their sports and of their teams, and then you saw hundreds and hundreds of shares on the post, hundreds of comments and likes, or not likes, but, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, reactions and people saying everyone who commented on it said i loved him he remembered my birthday he would always come say hi to me he it was like <laughs> the people he touched it just spread so far that like you you couldn't even fathom it was a successful life
1: oh yeah you, you, like i said you couldn't meet another person like him like probably your whole lifetime like i'm not even just saying that you know how sometimes you hear that yeah, and, but he really was like once in a lifetime type of person. Yep. And anywhere that I ever went with him, everyone always knew him. Like, <laughs> like we we went to Seven Eleven and he would know the cashier. <laughs> like, hey Joey, like, hey Pam, Blah, yeah, blah, like d- what he would say just something random, like, oh, do you still uh, do this or you still have your lights up or whatever? And he just remembered the the little details that I feel like we typically will just let pass through our ears just in one ear and out the other Mm -hmm. but he he clung on to every one of them like he he just he took everything and stored it he had like this incredible storage like like we're all 16 gigabyte iphones (laughs) and he was like 128 gigabyte (laughs) iphone and like yeah it was he was amazing and so sad that he won't be with us anymore but um but i know that he did touch a lot of people and that is so amazing and i know that he'll always be like an inspiration to all of those who knew him to be a better person, be more social.
0: Yeah, he w- he showed you how to live life but like without actually trying. Like if you read um is it Dale Carnegie, whoever it is, how to, how to influence what the hell is How to is
1: it? Win Friends and Influence, influence People. Influence People, thank
0: you. I've read that over five million times and I can't.
1: Have you?
0: I No, I've actually never read the full thing. <laughs> I downloaded a summary of it, so it's like the footnotes of it because I couldn't be bothered reading, reading the <laughs> whole thing. But anyway, if you break it all down, it's all things that they're like, remember people's name, smile at people, remember facts about them. All these things that a person would have to read and then try to do to make people like them
1: and then probably fail. And
0: then probably fail. Yeah. Or it'd be so forced that would and then it just came completely natural to him. Yeah. He remembered every he just made people feel good just genuinely, not trying at all.
1: He didn't care what people thought of him. I think that was the big thing too. Like he didn't have that sense of like you know how when when you feel like you're being too nice to someone, you're like, "Oh, I don't want to come off as creepy or mm-hmm. I don't want to be a weirdo." Like, he never worried about anything like that, and, um, and I think that was part of the magic of it.
0: I'm chewing ice away from the microphone now, because I'm worried that people will judge me for it. Uncle Joey wouldn't have cared. He would have just crunched the ice. No, my God,
1: then... he wouldn't have cared at all.
0: <clears throat> but, yeah, so anyway, we love the Uncle Joey, and um, it, we were thinking earlier about how, but well, now it seems morbid to talk about the actual <laughs> funeral. Or never after such a thing. But just just a witty yeah, weird tradition it is. It
1: is it is really weird. And usually I, I can't really talk about stuff like this because I'm really sensitive. But I was thinking yesterday, I had to be there like the entire day. And it was a very long day at the funeral home. And it was an open casket, which <clears throat> I think everyone can agree that open caskets are way harder. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, your loved one looks a little different weird yeah and it just yeah but um but isn't it a weird thing that we do is we all just gather around in the same room as like a dead body and and for hours and they're like sitting there and or laying there and, and it just is a weird thing like it is like we sit <clears throat> we sit here and say like oh other cultures keep their dead uh keep their dead in their living rooms or whatever and it's like well we do kind of weird things too mm-hmm. and w- we're just so desensitized to <clears throat> it because it's what we've always done but i don't know i'm I'm not a fan of open caskets it's just it's a weird thing even when it's closed i know that it's still in there mm-hmm. like i i just i would just rather skip that step like why do we <clears throat> need the person in there when someone dies the person is no longer there their spirit is elsewhere wherever that may be you know, it's, I don't want to get started on that, but <laughs> you know, I, I guess I just don't fully understand, you know, where that comes from. Cause it seems just kind of morbid.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from at all. And obviously someone could Google it and find out real quick. I know that like a hundred years from, uh, ago, they would take pictures with them. They would s- schedule Oh yeah, the we talked about shoot. that before. Yeah. But I think oh, in some puke. I think in some weird way it's ours even if it's subconscious I think it's us trying to deal with it like to see a person whose life is gone who we knew and they're there in the room with us and it's not a scary situation it's it's done up with with makeup and and everything's pretty even though it's 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 scary and you don't want to be part of it I think it's at some people I think it's their way of dealing with their own mortality, do you know what I mean? Like you can look at it and be like, "That's gonna be me when I don't know." Yeah, I don't, I don't know.
1: know. I I guess I just don't think that way, and um, and I've seen some I've seen some really bad makeup jobs. Like I remember, my grandma looked like really kind of scary. Really, yeah, it didn't look like her at all. It looked like a completely different person, and and that is like my last image of her in my head Mm. and obviously you know when i think of her i don't think of that i think of you know the good times and her prime but i i can't get that image out of my head sometimes yeah but um not saying it's the first thing i think of but uh i i just don't know if it's a healthy coping mechanism or if it's something that's kind of outdated i get what you're saying like
0: i think it's just part of it or maybe it's just a thing for me like i it's like ooh, can i face that fear can i go i i did not go up to your uncle joey before i've been
1: i face that fear it's like a game
0: yeah and isn't it so weird that a that when the life is taken out of a person they do look different but let's not get into that but b how frightened we are of it you could be with a person your whole life right Mm -hmm. 80 years you could be next to the same person and then the second their heart isn't beating anymore it's scary, and it becomes the scariest thing in the world.
1: Oh, yeah, they're gone. It's because they're gone, you know?
0: This uh, this segment was brought to you by Disney World. Once again, <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys are planning a vacation, I can't say of a better place to go than Orlando, Florida. And it's not just Disney. It's also Universal. And the best times to book are going to be late summer and uh, in November, right before the Christmas we just got to stop talking about the death thing. I started, <laughs> my whole body's tingling.
1: Well, no, I think that, I think that, I know, I'm, I'm, a, a, I think I'm a drink more in than you, so. And it's
0: therapeutic. It is therapeutic to talk about.
1: Yeah, and, and we should talk about it. I I feel like my whole life I've been so afraid of death, and, and in the last couple of years I've experienced so much of it in my life, and Gino has experienced through me, and I feel like even though it sucks really bad, it probably is healthy for me because, you know, you're actually dealing with your problems instead of just pretending in the back of your mind like, oh, yeah, we all live forever. Like, yeah, it's true. Never die. Like I've in the past couple of years, I've actually talked about what I want to happen when I die. If that I mean anything's possible. I could go any day. Who knows? But I can tell Gino is losing his color over there. So we'll stop talking. <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. It's fine. It's I. I. Like, we talked about this yesterday, about the fact that as horrible as it is that we've seen so much death and loss in the past few years, I feel like, and I mentioned this yesterday, I've mentioned this before, this is when you see life the most clearly, and this is what you're supposed to grab onto and say, oh, I know what matters now, because it'll go away. Oh, yeah. Right now, we see this happening, and you go, oh, all the dumb things I worry about every day... Whether it's my clothes, whether it's something happening at at work, whether it's whatever it may be, the dumb things we worry about, even bills, all that shit. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. What matters is the togetherness, love, doing what you want while you're here, like making your dreams come true. And it's sad that we know this right now, and it's going to go away. In a couple of weeks, it's going to go away. We'll, we'll go back to, in a couple of weeks. It's probably in a week from now. You we'll get go back.
1: back into your routine because this breaks the routine, mm-hmm. and it, it makes you reflect on everything. And, uh, and yeah, you end up getting back to your routine, and you're in and out every day, and you kind of forget about it. But, I mean, you just have to remember that feeling that you have you know, right now.
0: And it's sad that the only time families get together is when they have to holidays yeah. and
1: oh yeah i was just thinking about that too because you know i saw a lot of people that i haven't seen in a while at the services and uh you know like family friends and extended family and i genuinely really i really like spending time with them and i said you know we should we should plan something we should get together and 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 then i and then in the back of my mind i know that you know when it comes down to it if there's not something like a holiday or A death or you know even you know someone having their baby or a wedding or something like that families don't get together very often and it's really sad because it's really when it comes down to it all you have is your loved ones
0: i agree a million percent do you think when you were younger that everyone got together more did you see your family oh
1: yeah yeah I, i definitely did
0: were people over the house more or did you go to other people's yeah, houses more?
1: We we never really had people over. We went to other people's houses, but at the same time, uh all my dad's family always lived on like the same road as us, so mm-hmm. we, <laughs> that's yeah. kind of a little different. But um how about you?
0: Oh, totally. When I was younger, people would drop by, which is a disgusting thought. Like imagine if we were hanging out on a Sunday. You would
1: have a heart attack now. And the if doorbell that rang and it
0: was yeah. Oh, of course, but that was just a normal thing you did. You, somebody would drop by, or we would go to someone else's house, and everybody saw each other so much more. And now I'm ch- I'm just trying to think, like, what happened? What happened? Was it the internet? Was it something like that that happened in society? Was it? Do you hear something?
1: Sounded like a knocking on the door.
0: Oh. <laughs> Not even kidding. I, I caused it to happen. <clears throat> Family is over. By the way, while we're recording this, it's eleven o'clock at night. So if there was a knock at the door, it'd be very, very odd.
1: Could it, be the neighbor.
0: It could be. Um, um,
1: Should we check?
0: No, there's no way. Yeah, I we gotta could get check. Another drink, anyway. and I have to pee.
1: Okay, so break.
0: All right, this is. Um, listen to a word from our sponsor. We'll be right back. You're listening to Gino Knows Nothing on the internet.
1: Okay, when are we starting?
0: <sighs> We've started. Okay. So we lost it. I don't remember what we were talking about. But we're whatever it was. We were talking about
1: neighbors. It... And we thought we heard a knock on the door, but false alarm. It was just the dog scratching himself, probably.
0: Hey, I saw this headline earlier, Ma- Amanda. It says, eating fast food puts you in a bad mood. What do you think of that? I. Do you I want get... me to elaborate?
1: No, I definitely can't. I can relate to that. I feel like when you eat fast food, you. Tend to eat like more of something and it's greasy, so I feel like it makes you feel kind of gross. But the exception for me, I think, is Taco Bell because I always feel pretty good after Taco Bell, like pretty happy.
0: You don't get stomach aches from it?
1: No, I literally everyone always says that I never get stomach aches from Taco Bell.
0: Well, according to a new book called The Happiness Diet, eating fast food puts you in a bad mood, according to the author. It's because of all the trans fats in fast food, especially the fries, which Taco Bell doesn't have fries other than the, the nacho fries. Yeah,
1: you get like five in a packet.
0: It says they mess with the levels of omega-3 fatty acids in your body, which can lead you to be pessimistic, aggressive, and depressed. and, um, and What's everything, wrong with America? Right? But I always feel like I'm in a bad mood after I eat fast food.
1: I think it depends on where it's from and what I eat. I think that for me Burger King is definitely a no. Yeah. Burger you're right. King always makes me feel like crap. I feel like I feel like if I eat a small portion meal from a fast food place, I feel like I'm good, but if I order a number 3 off a menu and I force myself, they give you a lot of food.
0: Specifically Even, a number 3?
1: Well, I mean, you know, a number X, whatever the number <laughs> may be.
0: One of the combo meals.
1: One of the combo meals. And they give you all this crap, and even the small. The small drink is huge.
0: Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. And it's like... And then you feel obligated to drink yeah. the whole thing. Oh, yeah,
1: you're like, oh, I paid seven fifty for it. Yeah. I'm I'm eating all the fries. I'm eating the bottom-of-the-bag fries. <laughs> I'm eating... Yeah. And it's like we feel so bad when we throw away food because we're like, oh, look, it's going to waste. And it's like probably better than going into us.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point. You should feel bad when you waste food, Except for fast food, it's probably better off just in the toilet. On the on the food front, um, this article here says if you hate vegetables, there's only one vegetable you need to eat. If you were to take a guess at the one vegetable you need to eat, what would you think it would be?
1: Um, kale.
0: No, but
1: does that count? Okay, kale. Mm, Does it count as a vegetable, or is it like a kind of? According to
0: Doctor Berg, who I watch Doctor Berg on YouTube, let me
1: guess. Alright. Uh okay.
0: Kale covers all your vegetables. If you have a good helping of kale for the day, you don't need to have any other vegetables. But is go- this
1: is this according to Dr. Gino?
0: No, this is according to it No, this is according to Dr. Berg, the kale thing. This article is saying there's one broccoli. Oh, it's shit. broccoli.
1: <laughs> that was my next guess actually, so <laughs> don't feel bad. Okay. I was gonna say broccoli because I actually I've heard very good things about broccoli and I love it. I think it's great. I'll yeah, eat it so raw. I'll eat it raw with no ranch even.
0: Wow. You love the broccoli.
1: I do. That's what I did yesterday after after the services. There were all these veggie platters, and I mean, I had some other things too, Mm -hmm. some unhealthy things. But I also had some broccoli.
0: That broccoli was good.
1: It was really good.
0: It says, it's largely because it promotes healthy gut bacteria, which helps your immune system, and healthy gut bacteria has even been linked to lower risk- of mental health issues. So broccoli is a cruciferous vegetable. Do you know what cruciferous is? I don't either. It's all right. It's in the same family as kale. Oh, it's in the same family as kale, cauliflower, and Brussels sprouts. They're all amazing vegetables for you. And those types of vegetables has, have also been linked to lower rates of cancer, especially colon cancer and lung cancer. Broccoli also has vitamin K. So if you can only do one veggie, and if you don't like veggies, choke down some broccoli And you'll be good.
1: Well, you can disguise the flavor of broccoli in a lot of ways. like
0: Put a little jacket and a hat on it?
1: Just slam it with some garlic.
0: Yeah. Or cheese.
1: Yeah. I mean, that kind of defeats the purpose. No, it's okay. But don't some of the nutrients cook out of vegetables when you you cook them? Like raw broccoli is probably really good for you, but cooked broccoli isn't as good.
0: You're exactly right. If you cook it too long um a lot of the nutrients go out so raw would be best
1: but you know what you can do though hmm. is you can actually to make a coleslaw you can use a broccoli slaw they like uh they cut up the broccoli in a way that makes it like coleslaw consistency yes and it's really good i've had
0: like a broccoli salad type of yeah, thing it's yeah it's like,
1: yeah it's like a broccoli slaw but okay so you said that broccoli uh, helps with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that I can stop taking my medication and just eat, just a lot eat broccoli. Of broccoli? Yes. Okay, that sounds solid.
0: Totally. I mean, if you're feeling depressed or if you're, for anybody, if you're schizophrenic, anything like this, if you just have some broccoli, it all goes away.
1: Broccoli and exercise, people.
0: Broccoli and exercise is all you need. No, but you know what I did find out recently? What? So I've been dabbling in the intermittent fasting and and the keto diet a little bit. And although keto diet is like no carbs and I've had I've had my share of carbs, but I'm trying really hard not to eat sugar or carbs. Intermittent fasting is I'm not eating at work. The past week I have not eaten anything until at least 2 p.m. 2 p.m. I have my first I have a big salad with kale and spinach. And cucumbers broccoli? and garbanzo beans in it. No, but I have had broccoli a couple times this past week. No, you I don't... gotta
1: step it up this week and add broccoli to
0: it. Kale's better than broccoli.
1: Well, why don't you have both?
0: I do. I'm gonna. <laughs> this week. Hold on. I'm gonna have a million. But what I did learn was, was cancer needs um, carbohydrate, carbohydrates to to grow and to multiply. And you can starve cancer if you don't have carbs and stuff like that you can starve the cancer cells so they have they have problems reproducing and growing did you know that
1: yeah well that documentary on netflix
0: the keto diet documentary. did you right? watch
1: that with me or i no. watched that alone yeah oh my god you gotta watch that because that explains everything
0: it's crazy yeah right?
1: it's uh it really is like there was this lady on there not, not to spoil anything but there's this lady on there that had like of like stage four cancer, like she was very close to dying, and she started the keto diet, and it literally like the cancer just stopped growing, and it eventually like withered away.
0: The magic pill is that what the documentary is called, or the magic uh, diet?
1: I think it, I think it is called the magic pill because I thought it was going to be something else, like yeah, against like medications or something, and about how like we think a a pill is going to cure everything, and I was like, oh, that's so it'll be so interesting but it ended up being something completely different
0: that's the amazing thing is yeah you can starve those cells because basically what i learned is and the only it's only been the past 100 years or so where carbs have been such a big thing with humans like for thousands of years humans lived off fats and plants and meat and we were fine that's where they got their energy and at some point along the way we started getting our energy from carbs And that's a bad thing. Like, sugar's poison. It's just amazing that we constantly fill our bodies with that when you think about it. Because, I mean, it's amazing and it's sweet and I love chocolate and I love uh, pizza and everything. But it's just, it's really bad for you. And it's amazing, for years and years, fats were considered a bad thing. You get low-fat this, get low-fat that. But they just found out fats are good for you. Fats are fine. They just have an unfortunate name with the word fat in there. But they're good for you the bad thing is sugar and processed sugar and carbs and all stuff like that so
1: to tag along with that i was just reading about natural remedies Mm -hmm. to my um wisdom teeth growing in i think i have some kind of infection and uh i was looking at (laughs) natural remedies and it actually said to do that diet too. The keto that diet that just reminded me of it, yeah, because they said to do high in fats. They did say to do high in protein, which is that a keto thing too? It's
0: it's high fat, I think, medium protein, and then little to no carbs.
1: They said do high fat butters. They said do like no sugars. Um, pretty much like to build up the
0: the farts of glubin. Yeah, you want to build up the farts of in your whatever whatever the heck it is, but <laughs> that's just...
1: what it said. And I'm all about natural remedies because I don't have dental insurance, and uh, and that's how I've been fixing my problems. Yeah, <laughs> for the past work. however long, and uh, and I don't know how that would work as far as you know a tooth problem, but it's pretty interesting.
0: It's amazing the things we intake in our body. It's just so weird that my whole life. I've just eaten whatever I wanted and didn't care. And now, I know it's probably annoying because I've talked about it a lot the past couple of weeks, but it's like I think of food completely differently now. I just think of it as like fuel, and I'm hyper aware of how everything makes me feel. Like, I'm hyper aware of if I, if I have a nice salad, I feel good afterwards. And if I have salmon, I feel good afterwards. And then if I have a, a sub or a sandwich or an ice cream, I'm hyper aware of the fact I feel horrible afterwards. And it's just all interesting to think like, my parents used to say, because I was such a skinny kid, they would say, here, eat the bread, eat the, eat this, b- bulk up, <laughs> put on some weight, eat this. Eat more pasta. And it's just like, wow. Then you look back and you go, oh, my dad had diabetes, my mom had diabetes, my grandpa. <laughs> all, they, all they ate was pasta and bread the whole time. It just
1: And that has like secret sugars in it.
0: Yeah, the carbs from the pastas and the breads break down to sugars in your body. Basically, what I learned is insulin, every time you eat something, your insulin spikes. Insulin is like a thing that goes into your bloodstream, into what into your system from what you've eaten, and it tries to pull out all the stuff it can for energy. So if you eat a sandwich, it goes in there, and it's like, what can I take out for energy? And so if you eat a candy bar, it's going in there, and it's like trying to find what it can do for energy. It takes a little bit that it can use for energy, and the rest of it, it stores in your gut or whatever. That's how you start to get fat. So if you do this intermittent fasting, which is the first however many hours of your day you're not eating, it's working off the nutrients you had yesterday. That's where all your energy is coming from. And if you put good things in, it's pulling energy from the proteins. It's pulling energy from plants and stuff like that. But if you put crap in, it doesn't know where to store all the sugar. It can't process it. And then you start to get fat. And then you start to have insulin problems and, and all sorts of... I don't know if that made any sense, but whatever.
1: Yeah, I am like, I'm a visual learner, so if you took all that and put it in, I was uh, a using video. hand motion. Yeah, no, I know, but I, if I were listening, I would, I, I would have just got lost there, just because I'm a visual person. And I was I, lost. I want to see a it. diagram with like.
0: Don't go by anything I just said. I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing YouTube videos that I've seen and things that I've read.
1: But I have a question on that. Go. So does that mean that I can't have pasta once in a while?
0: No, you can have it and enjoy it. You know,
1: like in the winter when you're craving like some...
0: Well, that's a thing. Me and you have been, or you and I have been eating a lot of the the zucchini noodles lately in place of pasta, and it's been wonderful. But I keep thinking, oh man, when fall and winter get here, (laughs) I'm going to go completely nuts. It's like
1: bears. Yeah, we are. Like bears, We're like bears getting ready for hibernation.
0: Like our diet last year was pizza, pizza, pasta, pasta, lasagna, pizza, pizza, pasta, lasagna, cookies, brownies. Um,
1: oh, yeah. Brownies like every week.
0: Yeah. Oh, we had a lot of brownies. Oh, man. Bacon cakes.
1: How haven't we shed like 40 pounds each? <laughs> like really, when you think about it. What do you
0: mean the summer and not eating all that stuff? Yeah. I think we've shed a good amount.
1: I don't know. I think you have. You've been jump roping, like, every day. Yeah, I'm a jump rope
0: champion, guys. I can jump rope for at least 15 seconds without tripping Uh, over my feet. That's been doing it almost every day for two weeks. I can almost jump rope for 15 seconds straight. But if I don't trip over myself, I will get winded or I will fall. Is your microphone okay over there?
1: Oh, yeah. I was just looking at it.
0: Oh, yeah. Admire your microphone for a second. And um, let me see if there's anything else I want to cover here that I I felt like... uh, Oh, here's a good question. Would you rather earn $1 million or be given $1 million?
1: Uh, What would be the amount of time that you would earn it in?
0: No, earn it is... Oh, that's a good question. Like,
1: Let's just say a year. Let's just say
0: uh, in a year you could earn $1 million by working at your job or someone could hand you a check for $1 million.
1: Oh, I would definitely want to earn it. I agree. Yeah, just, I mean, if it was $1 million over the course of, like, my whole life, I'd be like, oh, actually, that's probably realistic.
0: Well, no, I did the math for what I make now, being a radio (laughs) DJ on an adult contemporary station in upstate New York, I would be in my 80s before I earned a million dollars. Really? I would be in my goddamn 80s.
1: So, yeah, that would be realistic for me, too. I would probably no, be you'd, you'd, in my 60s. Yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: It still wouldn't be worth it, though. It's only no, no, a million No, no, it dollars. wouldn't
1: be worth it at all. Yeah, it's only a million dollars. I would rather work a year for it or just have it handed to me and, uh, and then maybe use that to further my education to get a better job and not have to work while I'm furthering my education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know what? I'd rather be given the million dollars, put myself up in a place... Put myself to school, not have to work during school, just go full school, do a thing. Do a thing. Do a thing. I would probably want to go into my college and and study mushrooms, be like a, a mushroom research person. That's awesome. If I were to choose anything You'd be amazing. With in that. without without any kind of financial limits, I think that would be it. Um it would be so much fun, I think. But uh but also expensive and Nearly impossible to do with my life now.
0: We went mushroom hunting today. Tell everybody how awesome the mushroom hunt went.
1: <laughs> well, we didn't really find anything. I felt bad because it's not always that way. But yeah, it's fun to get out into nature and, and, uh, <laughs> well, Gino's <was> laughing because. <laughs> He uh, he doesn't like the tick situation in upstate New York right now. I mean, no one does. No one likes the tick situation.
0: No, but I don't feel like anyone's thinking about it clearly. I, I feel like we went out there, we had long pants on and T-shirts which the ticks can jump onto your onto your bare skin. They can burrow through your clothes. But
1: my essential oil blend that deters them away and is a proven... I, I got it on Amazon.
0: The spray? The spray was wonderful. We didn't yeah, have any this, ticks on the us. the
1: spray makes us smell bad to the ticks, so the spray is like... It's, it's pretty much like... If you walked around smelling like garbage, humans wouldn't go near you.
0: Yeah, but the, the spray smelled really nice. If I'm being honest, ticks have yeah. a shitty s- sense of smell because...
1: Well, exactly. like It was like, a nice fragrance. It was the equivalent to walking around other humans smelling like garbage. Like, no one would want to be around you. You go around smelling like that to ticks, and they don't want to be around you. So, the spray works. I've used it plenty of times.
0: My point is, ticks are an epidemic right now in upstate New York. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're jumping out of the lawns. They're jumping onto people. You had one on you last year, right? You had to go to the emergency room and and get it taken off. And I feel like we should just stay away. They should just cancel nature until they figure it out. If I told you there's a bunch of sharks in that water, you wouldn't go in the water. What are we going out in yards and lawns and grass for messing with these ticks? They're bastards. They're killing everybody.
1: But if you have a spray that...
0: That's true. We have the spray.
1: Yeah. I mean... This I'm seg- not gonna not go into nature. No, this segment of, has been brought to you by Tick ticks. Spray,
0: which we can vouch for works Deet amazingly. Free.
1: I think it's uh, I think it's called Nantucket Spider. I think that's the uh, that's the brand of it I found on Amazon.
0: Say the name brand again.
1: Nantucket Spider.
0: Nantucket Spider, guys. If you go to Amazon right now and you <laughs> you use the code word Gino poop, you will get twenty five percent off Nantucket Spider uh, Tick Spray. Gino poop. Amanda, I like to leave everyone, not that we're done yet, but I want to make sure one thing, if if one thing happens each and every podcast, if each and every show I do, whether it be on the radio, whether it be when I'm out in front of Walgreens signing autographs uh, on the weekends, I like to make sure that someone goes away learning something, right? so. We talked a lot. We talked about ticks. We talked about funerals. I tried to explain some crappily uh, about nutrition. I, didn't, I don't know if anyone learned anything from that. But maybe we can learn one thing, and that is the word of the day to improve our vocabulary. Would you like to improve your vocabulary?
1: Cool. Yeah.
0: Okay. I w- can I
1: read it? Because I feel like you do it every day on the radio. I want
0: you to read it. I pulled it up for you.
1: Can I pronounce it? Is it like one of those really long words? Oh, no, no.
0: You can pronounce it. So, okay. this is very exciting. This is brought to you by Blockbuster Video. Today's word of the day, Amanda, is.
1: Fliberty Gibbet. There you go. Fliberty Gibbet. Fliberty Gibbet.
0: What's, uh, what's the meaning of flibbertigibbet? Gibbet?
1: A silly, flighty, or excessively talkative person. Oh, God, I think it's me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Flipper- Fliberty Gibbet is one of the many incarnations of the Middle English word Flipper Gibbet, meaning gossip or chatterer. It was created from sounds that were intended to represent meaningless chatter. Shakespeare used it in some of his writings, and now you can too. By the way, this is written in Comic Sans on Gino's phone. <laughs> I write. So... I write
0: everything in Comic Sans.
1: Okay, so let's let's go into this. So, Flapper Gibbet. Flapper Gibbet.
0: That's onomatop- Is that onomatopoeia where? Gibbet. Where something is a word that sounds like. Something Maybe
1: gossip or chatter. It was created from sounds that were intended to...
0: No, it'd be like this person. Oh, this guy is a gossiper. He's always flibber <sighs> And that became, now you're a flibber I
1: See, I didn't take it that way. So it said it was created from sounds that were intended to represent meaningless chatter. So the word itself, I think, is supposed to... Like you said, like onomatopoeia. It's supposed to... Kind of mock the sounds that that sounded exactly. like the meaningless chatter, like flip, er, flap or gibbet, flapper gibbet. Yeah, that's what flip, I said. Flipper
0: gibbet. If flip you were it. mocking someone who was talking, you'd be like, "Ah, oh, this guy flip it or gibbet all the time."
1: Flipper gibbet. No, read read the pronunciation of it. Flip or gibbet.
0: That's the word it was derived from. Yeah. flapper, gibbet. flapper, gibbet. Here comes flapper, gibbet. <laughs>
1: No, that's not what I got out of it at
0: all. It doesn't matter. The word of today is flipper to. <laughs> <laughs> we just turned into flipper gibbets trying to describe flipper gibbet. But guys, listen. When you go out into the world, make it a point this week to try to work that into conversation. You're gonna impress whoever you're with.
1: Flipper gibbet.
0: Yeah. Well, you could talk about someone and be like, "Oh, they're a real gossip queen," or you could say, "They're a real flipper gibbet." Oh. And how much would you impress? the person you're talking to
1: it's is it a made-up word no Did it's you a complete, make it up
0: no it's an old english word shakespeare used it i'm
1: gonna have to use it at work i i work with all women as you know yes i mean not all women one man but uh but it tends to be a little gossipy around there and uh and there's a lot of flibberget flibberty gibbet up in there yeah so, I think I might have to bring in the, the big guns.
0: It's actually. AKA
1: the the big word of the day. Flipperty gibbet. Flipperty gibbet. I mean, it's a great
0: word. It feels good to say, doesn't it?
1: I feel like I would mess it up trying to say it. Flipperty gibbet.
0: You're saying it too fast.
1: Flipperty gibbet.
0: Oh, man. I've learned so much today.
1: Okay, so remember those spiders? They're gone. Well no, I see a third one now. so they have a friend that joined them. Well,
0: I think sp- these spiders clearly enjoy podcasting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're like our little audience yeah. our little studio audience. I'm
0: gonna just I'm not gonna ignore the audience listening right now, but I want to talk directly to the spiders if I could. Um, guys, if you have the podcasting app on your spider iPhone, please hit the subscribe button. Comment, leave a review, and don't forget to buy some paper towels because they help us support the podcast.
1: Yay, paper towels! I don't actually see
0: those spiders at all anymore. And well,
1: because they're those weird, slippery ones.
0: You see them right now? Yes. I don't see it now. I'm scared. Okay,
1: no, they're those. No, they're on the ceiling. They're those weird ones that hang out in corners, and they got like the long torso and then the head, and then the long, daddy long leg legs. Hmm. You know exactly what I mean?
0: Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. And
1: it's weird because they're not like round like daddy long legs. Because daddy long legs are nice because they got the just a nice little round body, like a little stone, like yeah. a little pebble with legs. These ones are not pebbles with legs. They're like... Uh, well, these
0: are real spiders. You know the daddy long legs aren't technically considered spiders, even though they're we call them spiders?
1: Well, they have eight legs, so they are.
0: I don't think that's true.
1: Anything that's eight legs... If I was
0: deformed and I was born with eight legs, would I be a
1: spider? Well, you're not a whole that wouldn't be a whole species. Like if you were a human that was randomly born with eight legs, you wouldn't be a whole species like the daddy long leg is. It's not like one out of a million, like it's an actual <clears throat> species of spider. Right, but
0: I'm saying if someone fact checks us, I think a daddy long legs is technically not a spider.
1: Well, I heard that you can squish them and then it would glow in the dark. What
0: will The daddy long legs? Yeah.
1: My mom said that she used to do it as a kid. That like the fluid from it makes you glow in the dark. But I don't know.
0: Makes who glow in the dark? If you, like, the person?
1: It? Yeah. The fluid from it makes you glow in the dark.
0: Now, I'm glad you brought up glow in the dark and bugs. Because <laughs> earlier, while you were at Buffalo Wild Wings, I was watching a thing. You remember Glow Worm? Did you ever have Glow Worm yeah. when you were a kid? Oh.
1: Um, it was so cool! Yeah,
0: glowworm was the best, cute oh, and cuddly. Oh my
1: god! I
0: slept with it. oh little baby. Well, the glowworm actually is an actual insect that lives. I never knew this. The glowworm—it's an underground worm, and it, when it's hungry, it glows. So it glows mm. up on the ceiling, which you think is really cute, but it does it for a reason because it attracts other insects to the light. And then when it when the other insects come, it snatches them and this is disgusting. Crawls down to them, injects them with something, and sucks out their insides. And the glowworm is all completely transparent. So you see it suck out the insides of like the fly and it eats all their insides. And that's the goddamn glowworm that we slept with as kids. Is <laughs> <laughs> a savage beast.
1: Oh man! Yeah, that's uh, a, uh, you know those memes on Facebook. The hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that's... is that's that. <laughs> it's hard pill to swallow. It really is. But you can't make that a new meme because you have to like insert the full video into the. Yeah, meme.
0: it'd be way too much work. There's a Facebook page, guys. The Facebook page is facebook.com/slash/geno knows nothing. Go to there weigh in about what you'd like us to talk about next time. This is just, listen, first of all, this is our first time with new microphones, new equipment. This is my first time back in a while. This is my first time ever having someone else on. So I th- Amanda, thank you so much for being here because I enjoyed it immensely and it was awesome to have a conversation. And, um, and we're new at this whole having a conversation thing with microphones and headphones and stuff. And I only think it's going to get better from here. So um, if you are listening on an, on an Apple iPhone, uh, hit subscribe <laughs> if you're listening on whatever the hell you're listening on. There's a subscribe button there. Subscribe. Subscribe. subscribe listen. Tell your friends. Oh, I just got some sort of text message.
1: I would also like to add that the title, Gino Knows Nothing, it's not true because you actually taught us a lot. You taught us about vegetables. <laughs> you taught us about... Uh, yeah,
0: but how much of it was accurate? That would be the question.
1: I mean, everything's accurate on the internet, isn't it?
0: I don't know. We'll find out. We'll fact check all of this and see if daddy long legs are real spiders, if insulin really does what I said it does, <laughs> and forgot. on and on and on. But um, it's been a wonderful podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Amanda, thank you so much.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: And we'll, let's make a vow. We'll talk to them next week.
1: Talk to you next week.
0: All right, from the <laughs> from the Pooper Man Studios here in Horsehead's New York. And my, it
1: really smells like poop here. It does.
0: There's uh, some dog. Well, first of all, before we say goodbye, explain that.
1: So the dog comes down here and poops because he doesn't poop outside for some reason.
0: Well, if it's the middle of the night or whatever it is, there's little puppy pads here. And he <laughs> he likes to poop on the floor next to the puppy pads. And that's why it smells like poop
1: yeah so
0: that's not why we call it pooper man anyway thank you guys so much for listening <laughs> i'll talk to you very soon this is gino saying did it <laughs> it off. no all right let's do it for real now i'll hit record this time what that was just like a mic check No. Yeah. No, I just wanted to get the levels right. All right, you ready to do it now? It's not even midnight yet. Ready?
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Hey, guys. Welcome. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We recorded it.
1: Oh, God. I was so scared.
0: (laughs) It's over. Bye-bye. Say bye, Amanda.
1: Bye.
0: Bye Bye-bye.